Hey, it's Coco. And Carly. And sometimes at the Scott Drop. And we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint. Through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we're spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. We're back! I wanted to say this week. We have to come up with a new welcome because I feel like every episode we're like, hi guys, or we're back, or what well, do you say we're to boring. Well, I mean, Carly and Scott can sing. What do you guys say to people when you haven't seen them like, oh in a gosh, day or two? You say hi. Hello. Exactly. Or like blogger Carly would be like, hi guys. Okay, no. so carly and scott are drinking coffee so don't mind them if they're slurping i already got in trouble from carly just educated scott on you know in the blogger world you could sip your coffee with a straw and then you don't get it um you don't get your lipstick on the all messed up or on the top and also you won't get stains on the outside of your teeth because it just goes straight into your throat Skylar vibes. Skylar vibes. Oh, yeah. Inside joke alert. Inside joke. So we just got done. Everybody give a big clap to Scott. He is birthing out his higher self. And me and Carly just got done. He made it. He has these sequences like two, two. Breathing sequences. One, one, two, one. So I helped birth that out. And I honestly thought that he was just going to like do that. And we would breathe to that. Of course, we're New Earth, and we have a whole cooler, better way. And Scott went um, and created music to his sequences and then downloaded the breathing, and Carly and I just experienced it. Should we give Scott some love? Should he put his breathing stuff on the podcast? No, they got to pay for that shit. (laughs) (laughs) No? Really? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. How was the experience? (laughs) How was the experience, Carly, for you? Oh, it was great. My head started to tingle. I so I I was DNA strands. Were you? See, I was feeling well. Of course, I would feel it in my like my body. Body. Um, I have I've built up energy right now and density on my left hip, and that's where I felt it. Oh, especially when we were breathing on the left side. Yeah, but just throughout it all, that was the one point. That was the only point of my body that was like alert, alert. That all my breath went to all the time. It's crazy because like I've never been drawn to breath work, but Scott's been kind of nudging me to it over the years, and. Um, after I got out, this is the second one he's done with us. I was like, it, it's actually fun because he uses analogies. It's engaging. It's engaging. Yeah. And then it's like, it's not, I'm not in my head. I was like really doing all these things. And like you guys, Scott's purpose in life, one of his purposes is he will get us into it. To a, clean the pool. Yeah. Pool boy. <laughs> to get us to an elevated state, high metabolic rate where we are then able to reverse age and do our cells. And then all like he also gets us to like an orgasmic state, you guys, where we sit in that state. His slurping is so loud, I feel. I'm really sorry. He gets us to an orgasmic state where we are able to reverse ourselves. So it's a big deal. And we're already experiencing some of his sequences and stuff. Not (laughs) orgasmic. I was gonna say there's a joke there that I can say. (sighs) But you know, this is PG? No, okay. it's not. We dropped the F-bomb. It's fine. So Once or twice. You're going to see a lot of Scott's work starting to come out. So everybody give him the love because he has a rejection wound. So. Yay, Scott! Yay! 22 likes and we'll release it. <laughs> 22 <laughs> likes! Get me to 4 million! <laughs> no, no, I was... If I get one new follower, yeah. I'm going to post it. Yeah. No, I was uh, walking the dog before this while you guys were in session and I'm like... Like the tw- I'm trying to figure out like how many likes and we should release it. I'm just thinking in my head. I'm like, okay, so we have like um, Alexia, Planet Judy, Morgan, <laughs> Madeline. <laughs> I'm counting off all these people in my head. I'm like, okay, so it's got to be like them plus a few. <laughs> <laughs> so 22? Yeah. That's why it's a very specific number. Okay, so let's move on with like some actual content rather than like focusing on me because that's weird. Well, uh, what should we talk about today? Well, Carly, we are in a choice month. Big choice month. Is it only the second day of February? I feel like a lot of you guys are like, holy shit, choice is in our face. But also I feel like yesterday it switched for me. Yeah. Like the energy, like nothing profound, but enough that I felt the difference. Like today I like put jeans on. I'm not wearing sweatpants. I like got some cool new earrings. Like, I don't know. I just feel Saturday was that for me. I got the nudge, you guys, and I started putting pink in my hair. 
So Coco has pink, semi-pink hair right now. And that was me on Saturday. I kind of got that big, big yeah. shift, like that, that higher self energy of like, oh my gosh, you know, like I'm feeling it. Yeah. So along with that, now we're in this like massive, massive, massive choice month. Okay. And you know, certain months have bigger impact in the whole deal, but this one in the whole of like the, like all of 2020, all of 2021, and I'm seeing even into 2022, this is a big choice. Like lots of choice. Well, yesterday I was feeling it. So I just sat on my butt, made music. Just wanted to throw it out there in case anyone was wondering what I was doing. Well, I mean, that's a choice. Because for your, for the breathing session that Coco and I just did, Scott's breathing session, he created the music like from scratch for that. And Mm -hmm. that's like a big, that's like a motivation thing. It's a choice. choice. But if you listen to what the three of us are saying, Carly very much felt Reese yesterday. Mm -hmm. And today you look very Reese, right? Mm -hmm. I got the nudge and I really had that spin on Saturday and like the nudge from Liz, my hair self was like, if not now, when Coco? And I was like, well, you're right. Like what is holding me back? I've been working to get my hair blonde for a whole year. I'm going to put, you know, a conditioner in and and try it out. And everything changed with me. Mm -hmm. You know, I sent a picture, I think to you and Alexia and even Scott. And when I walked into the kitchen, Scott was like, wow, loving the pink. And it was the energy that shifted. And then you as well, making the choice to really embody. And last night, you know, it was like eight o'clock and I was like, download the, the words to this music. And, you know, he's like, no, no, I'll do it tomorrow. And I'm like, no, do it tonight, you know? And he really connected and he birthed it out. Mm -hmm. So what is happening for all of you guys is you are being presented with massive, massive, massive choice. Okay, and what is that choice? The choice of choosing your light. This is basically like the ready, set, go of what is building all the way into May and June. Yeah, I love that. The ready, set, go. Yes. January was very much the ready. Yeah. It was like, hey, here's your awareness. Like, what are you going to mm-hmm. do? And now we're setting up set. Exactly. Right? That then bleeds all the way I'm seeing into like June, to be honest. Right. It's a long so, go. So what is really happening? Today's podcast is about choice and intent. So this month, you're going to be presented with a lot of choices. And I already know because we've been seeing it in sessions and I've been reading it, reading your guys' messages, moves, relationships breakups, jobs. jobs. It's all these things that you are being presented with, but you guys are taking it fucking point blank. You're taking it quite literally with everything. Bible. Hashtag Bible. So Carly is going to kind of explain to you about these choice point more moments and what it, what it exactly means because you guys think that there's just one door Mm -hmm. and that's the way it has to go. But you don't understand is what did I just say to you is like somebody could get, um, like an apartment and that is the opportunity. That's what I said to you. So, you'll get an opportunity. Last month in your awareness, you might've got an opportunity. Okay. So you took that opportunity. So I'm going to use some people in our community who are moving to Kelowna. They got given that opportunity to then move to Kelowna. They got set dates, the whole situation. Yeah. That doesn't change now, people, if the opportunity is no longer the same. Right. Because what happens is in like last month, that opportunity was there to help you make your choice. Awareness. And you yeah. made your choice. So now the choice has been made. So let's say you're moving. You're moving regardless if that opportunity that prompted you to make that choice is still available. Because you've made that choice, you've removed the boulder. And so what that allows you to do now is like we got, we lit your ass kind of to to make the choice. And now the, the, the actual situation and scenario that's meant for you will fall in front of you. Yes. So in January, a lot of you guys were given the awareness to make the choice. Okay. So the awareness of is, I don't want to live here anymore, or my relationship has major holes, or this job is no longer for me, or like a a million different scenarios we're seeing across the board. And you got that awareness. It was hitting you in the face all of January, nonstop, smack, 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 smack. Some of you guys already made your choice at the end of January because that energy started already coming in. Now here we are in quote unquote, the second of February and those choices are smacking you in the face. So like Mm -hmm. Carly said, those opportunities came, you took them, you made decisions and now maybe they're falling away. But 
by we're not technically falling away. No. Just the imagery and how it's presenting itself in density is changing. Yes. So take that in because your opportunity and your choice are still there and you're committed to that. It's just how that manifests in 3D density may not be now how your ego wants it or how it was initially presented to you. Because something better is coming along. Exactly. Because it was like the first test. Can you pass this test? Are you going to be committed to your light? Yes. Okay, great. So you did that. But now look at this amazing door number two option that you can, that you now can invest in because you've made that choice. Yeah. And here's the thing. I posted it on my, on my feed on Instagram today. It was like, don't react, act. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Scott and I, when we moved out to BC, we had that awareness that we didn't want to be in Saskatchewan anymore. We were presented with this like beautiful over the top magazine worthy house. Well, I remember when you sent that to me, I was like, you're going to live there. It was crazy (laughs) from where we were. It was like absolutely celebrity, beautiful. And Scott pushed and said, apply. Like, why are we waiting till next year? There's never going to be a right time. Mm -hmm. Now's the time. We know we don't want to be here. The awareness is here. We got that house. We paid $10,000 on that house and never even lived in it because we were on the road with pop-ups and then we lost the house and I didn't react Mm -hmm. crazy. I was asleep, but I didn't react. And I called Scott and I was like, well, I guess we just won't move. And he goes, we're moving. We're going. Nothing changes. And so we really kind of surrendered into it. And I started even like suggesting maybe moving to Kelowna versus a Soyuz. And Scott's like, no, I want to move into a Soyuz. And then just like that, by just surrendering, all of a sudden we got a house that was good for us for that year, right? It had a pool. It was in town. It was the whole thing. But look at, it was like the door was there. The door was already open. We had stayed steadfast to the choice that we were going to choose our life, change locations and really live a different lifestyle and really follow that, that internal dialogue that had no rhyme or reason because anybody analytically and in the external world would have been, well, you lost the house. You already lost all that money. Like you should probably stay because now you're fucked. Yeah. Right. But we still made that choice to keep that date and the boulder removed and a lot more opportunities presented it ourselves. But we always think there's just one singular path and our ego from thinking thinks it has to be that way, but everything falls away so that something better can come along. So any of you guys that are being presented with all these choices this month, Mm -hmm. what's trying to fall away? Well, and if we even think about that example of you guys with that house, if you would have got that house, like it's all hearsay, but let's say now you're still in a Soyuz, we would not be doing what we're doing today because of that choice with that house. Yes. Well, like to bring awareness to it, the things to remember is what kept coming up. Like we were supposed to move, we were going to move, but the destination was was our fixed point that's what we had fixate or i personally had fixated on was no i don't want to move to Kelowna, but for the longest time we kept finding houses in Kelowna. yeah and we kept turning them down because i didn't want to live in a big city mm-hmm. so looking back on it the awareness should have been like okay it keeps pushing us towards Kelowna. Let's yeah. just go to Kelowna rather than no. Like, I don't want to make that big jump. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I kind of, I'm already jumping across two provinces from Saskatchewan to BC, moving completely out of my comfort zone, like small town I'm comfortable with. So let's only do like so far out of the box. But really, if we had listened, we should have just jumped straight to Kelowna. Yes. And that's a very valuable point here right now, because really, why did we choose to stay in a Soyuz when we lost that house because Scott was in fear and he wanted to live in a Soyuz because that's all he knew. Was so, a small town. Yeah, so yeah. he was scared, right? But now looking back, we still ended up in the same place. We just had, we honestly, we had a harder year. You just had a detour. We did. This is the thing. You're always going to end up exactly where 100%. you want to be, but do you want to make it easy on yourself or do you want to go through the detours? And it's no rhyme or reason. No, there, it's or no, right or wrong. it's no right or wrong, but we just didn't know what we didn't know back then. Right. We were coming well, from I, thinking. I and tried rooms. to tell you guys that via text <laughs> message, but no one listens. But to what Carmen. was so interesting about that is Scott and I specifically, we've always been really uh, aware of our light, just not aware because when we landed in a Soyuz and we landed in our house, the first thing he said to me, not even 20 minutes into the house is, well, we won't be here long. (laughs) 
And I was like, pardon? You're like negative attitude, Nan. Well, I was like shook yeah, because that's exactly what she well, was. Yeah, like. and I was shook because my fear then started taking in yes. like, what do you mean? Like we're gonna oh, have to go wounds. back to Saskatchewan. Both of your yeah. Wounds. Yes. Yeah. But using us as an example for all of you is you know inside of you what the choice is. You just don't want to do it. And you don't want to take action to make it. No, you don't. You want to talk about it. You want to say you're living the line life. You want to say you're doing all the things, but you really, truly don't want to do it. I cannot tell you how many people we mentor that need to quit their jobs and they know they need to quit their jobs and they will spin and they will look at every opinion and everybody else. What else can I do that's not quitting my job but to yes. get the result of quitting my job? <laughs> and we have compassion because God knows I've been there. Mm -hmm. I have been there. I knew for three years that I should have quit my companies, but I listened to what everybody else did. So just all that happened is the bus to change my life, to move to a different timeline, to make a different choice. I kept fucking missing it. Yeah. And then I kept going around and it got harder and harder and harder until the next bus came. And then I'd be like, no, I'm not going on that bus. So for three years, that bus kept showing up. Mm -hmm. And I kept finding every reason until finally I had no choice because, I mean, the boss ain't coming back. <laughs> so that's... Best stop of the day. Yeah. And that's what you no, guys need to understand. Honest, the bus would have come back. You just yeah, happened to lose, like, your baggage, your shoes, yes. your yeah. jacket. And I was like, naked. It's like, I need to get on the bus because, like, I'm completely exposed and vulnerable right now. <laughs> yeah. So I need to, like, do 100%. something. Because if I try to make this loop again, like, what else am I going to lose in the process? Exactly. And yeah. I was so addicted to my pain. I was so addicted to my stories. I was so addicted to the lack. Mm -hmm. Okay? So all of you guys are going to be presented with huge choices that are going to catapult you all the way into May. And I can speak to this strongly because I went through this last February as well, but I went through it with my mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's also a choice with you guys where it's that lack spin. It's that spin that all of you guys are experiencing, whatever your case may be, but I can speak to it because mine was lack. It was like, I can't provide for myself. I'm a piece of shit. Like well, lack, 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 lack. How am I going to switch? How is Scott going to get out of his low by job? And it just was on repeat 24 seven. And last February, when I pre-waved this unknowingly again, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm choosing my light. I'm a light being. And March, it was crazy. March was a great month for us. Like, great. And not in the sense of like, oh my God, everything's so easy, but it just really, if we can pinpoint a time, March was like the rocket like turned on. Yeah. Like, and by the time June, like May into June we're came, flowing. it was unbelievable, you guys, unbelievable. But it was very, I will say very painful January and February. Mm -hmm. It was, mm -hmm. it was just switching into this new frequency and this new energy and realizing. And now like, I remember later in the year reflecting and being like, Oh my God, I had myself such wedged in just that singular mm -hmm. one door in one door out. And this is how it had to be. Mm -hmm. And so many of you guys are doing that where you don't realize that boulder is in front of you. And once you make even one small choice, and even if that's just surrendering and being like, what's meant for me is going to come because it's already done, that boulder moves an inch. And then mm -hmm. all the things that are trying to come to you are gonna, they truly are. But when you react and you react to those tests, you well, just get you more. push or you pull yes. and you just won't release. Yes. That's when it's hard. hundred percent. And one of the biggest things is when you are making a decision from soul, you are going to get the tests. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if there is moments in this choice month where all of a sudden things fall through or they're not exactly what your mind has made them to be and that whole thing, it's a test. How do you react to that? How are you reacting to that? Are you reacting to that? Because notice where you spin because that's coming from your ego not getting its way. Well, the fact that you're reacting says it all. You need to be responding. Yeah, just right? be. So we are, so when you react, it's coming from ego. And when you respond, that's when you're just flowing and being with soul. That's the difference. Yes, 100%. So you guys all need to understand that that is hitting you in the face this month. Should we give an analogy? Because I've got a good one. Good, go ahead. Perfect. That's why you're on the podcast, <laughs> yeah. Scott. Not, Whoa, do your job. Yeah. <laughs> Not so for people can see my good looks. Okay, so we're talking about like that boulder. Now imagine, imagine a drain in a house. Your pipe drains in the house. They get clogged, right? 
Now, if you sit here as a person, we're gonna shrink you down there and we're gonna say that boulder is blocking the drain. What you're trying to do is you're trying to push that boulder up that clogged pipe. So naturally you have the weight of the boulder, you have the weight of the water on the backside of it that you're trying to move up this pipe. Yes. So you're gonna have resistance as you go to move. But if you shift that boulder just a little bit, then some of the water starts to come around, right? Mm -hmm. That's that little bit of like that shift that we have. The relief. The yeah. little bit of relief that comes in. It's like, okay. But also that little bit of relief is kind of scary because now water's coming past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Now you're getting a little bit scared. But if you completely remove that boulder, what's going to happen? All that water is going to come rushing past you and beyond you. And then the pipe fills up. But once the pipe is full then you can just swim yeah. because the pipe will no longer, like it'll, it'll come to a natural like, like easement or even like a slow, a slow trickle where you can then swim up that pipe rather than trying to push this rock and this boulder against the weight of the world, essentially. Mm -hmm. Right. Does that kind of make sense? Does people kind of grasp on that? And what you want it to be. But right? it's scary to remove that boulder and have that pipe fill up with water even though that's the thing that you need to do because then you'll have ease of movement. And people are so used to the control. Well, you're just, well, what the control is, is the fact that the boulder's always been there and mm -hmm. you don't know what's on the other side. Yeah. You don't know if it's water. You don't know if it's more boulders. You mm -hmm. don't know. But the thing is, is that's where the trust piece comes in. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I can tell you, it's always water. <laughs> yeah. When you're doing soul work, it's always going to be the water. It's not going to be anything else. Mm -hmm. You're just going to flow. But it's that fear of the unknown that gets your ego and what ego grabs onto and hence why the control and hence why people don't want to make the choices they yes. want to make or they've made a choice and then it doesn't turn out the way it is so then they start to spiral because that's that lack of control well the control aspect is you know what is happening when the boulder is in place mm -hmm. you know what the response will be you'll know if you move the boulder a little bit this way what's going to happen versus that way but when you remove the boulder you don't know what the outcome is going to well, be well and what do you naturally go to when you're wounded and living from ego doom and gloom uh, well absolutely because why would it be better if it was better i would have done it a long time ago exactly of course you're not going to be going to okay this fell apart because something else is coming in or what is this pushing me to look at and change or whatever mm -hmm. it's crazy because when that boulder kind of removes the things that then can download to you about things that you never even thought of doing start coming in like us for example i was browsing dreaming about houses in vancouver i was looking up houses in vancouver and a house in a soya showed up yeah like it wasn't even in my realm and because the house was such a beautiful egoic house all of a sudden that boulder moved one inch one inch. You moved this on the wall, little bit One of water. One inch because it was an ego house that drew me in to be like, I don't care where this is. I love the house. Send it to Scott at work. Scott says to apply. This is all in a matter of like, an hour when we hadn't even talked about moving to BC and within the next month, that's it. We're moving to BC. You know what that reminds me of? I don't know if, if you guys have seen on social media, but the how it started versus how it's yeah. going. Like yeah. that's basically what it is. The Soyuz house was how it started and your life now is how it's going. hundred percent. Yeah. And one of the big tips I want to ask you guys all in this choice month is are you making your choices out of fear? Okay. Big. Because I can speak for Scott and I, we have not made one choice, you guys, out of fear since February 20th, 2019. Not one. Absolutely not one. I made one on Saturday. And what was that? I was scared of being she hungry, so I made craft dinner and I was sick for the rest of the day. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. So let's let's talk about fear and the kind of the difference between like reacting and responding. Now, if you grew up with mean siblings or maybe just abusive friends did you guys play the flinch game <laughs> no don't look at me oh yeah. <laughs> carly's laughing carly i played red rover yeah i did too that's yeah, cute yeah. but carly's laughing because she kind of knows where i'm going with this i didn't play it but i saw kids play it yeah so the flinch game is kind of like where you pretend or you try to hit someone to get them to flinch because that's a reaction. They're trying to get them to react, right? That's a natural body's mechanism to like for safety. So I'm going to flinch, close my eyes, you know, and, and brace for impact. That's a reaction. 
Now, obviously, you play the game a little bit long enough, you get to the point where it's like, yeah, he's not going to hit me. So you kind of start responding and you start quieting that reaction to the point where you're not flinching anymore. Now you're responding to a movement because now you're not reacting. Yeah, 100%. That's a really good analogy to use with the fear. <laughs> yes. Right? Carly's looking at me. Like, <laughs> well, I was going to say, and then you get smacked in the face, but that goes against everything we're talking about, so I'm not even going to go down that track. <laughs> well, generally that's what happens is when they're like, oh, you're not flinching anymore, so I'm just going to get I'm gonna get a little bit closer, a little bit closer, a little bit closer, and then, yeah, you walk away with like a black eye, but, you know, that's just mean kids. <laughs> but you have to understand that on everything that you want is on the other side of fear. Yeah. On the other side of fear is freedom. And you have to understand that when you are making your decisions from fear and when you're making your decisions from your wounds, which are fear, you are going to make choices coming from that state of being. And, you know, another big topic in our community is when, uh, let's be honest, we're blueprint mentors. That's where we are in our stage of our journey right now. We're here to help you align, to get into your highest self, into your alignment, to heal yourself, to birth out your purpose. And with that comes the whole, like, do I take this job? Do I not do this? What choice do I make? Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. Are, is it a direction into your higher self or is it not? Because mm -hmm. if you are making a decision from money, you're still choosing to live from ego versus soul. And mm -hmm. I know that triggers a lot of fucking people. And it would have triggered me years ago mm -hmm. too. Cause I would have been like, how can I survive? But I'll tell you that the flip is inside. Nothing external anymore is going to provide for you as this old world collapse because the new is all inside. And what you're going to see in this community, what you're going to see in those who are also embodying, you know, um, 5D and beyond is everything is inside, including currency. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you don't get into your alignment and in your purpose, you're going to be clinging to the external for this decade in ways that you cannot even imagine because the currency that you have inside is how you're going to thrive. And if you are still making decisions from fear, that is how you know, my dears, truly, that is how you know that you are still making it from your ego. When you change the intent of everything, your choices become easier because they're not that force up the pipe that Scott is talking about. And this gives us a big segue into intent, which we really need to break down because I feel like a lot of you guys get confused with intent and the energy of intent and what this all means. But we're going to start with the basics of, especially if you're doing higher self work with us and you have maybe met your higher self energy and you know your label or you know your purpose or you know whatever the case may be, just because you got that information does not mean that all of the sudden you just become that externally. Mm -hmm. Well, if you think of it this way, what you've been given is a fuzzy picture of what your future self looks like. So you have an idea, you have a feeling. I know with Coco, she talked about like, she wears cool clothes, she's kind of got a sleeve, she's got like pink hair. And that's was kind of what she felt. So what we did was, I mean, this was kind of during our, our, I don't know what you'd call it, low financial period. I think that sounds proper. Our strife. Our strife. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was like, really start looking and buying things with intent. Yes, Coco needs to move into her higher self. She needs to start working towards Liz. But does that mean we get rid of our whole entire wardrobe and buy new clothes and spend the money? No, because like one, the money's not there and it's really hard to do, but how clear of a picture do you have? Cause it's blurry. So you buy one or two pieces that kind of give the feeling of it. And you're kind of exploring what that person, you know, might embodies, wear, yeah. My, and, yeah, embodies is a good word, right? And you can't do that if you go and you buy a hundred pieces. You buy like one or two shirts, maybe some jeans. You know what? Carly's never wearing color, so she's not going to go out and buy like a rainbow wardrobe because no. that would just not be her. No, but when Carly, but if she starts off and buys like one or two pieces of color and starts to slowly wear that into her wardrobe and becomes more comfortable with it, she takes a step closer towards that higher self, and that's kind of like where the intent has to come from with higher self, especially 
is it's not right away, it's steps. It's 100% steps. I mean, I've been working since I met Liz in 2016. So four years, by the end of this year, physically, I'll be fully integrated into Liz. Okay, everybody's different. But the example that Scott's giving is just this. Carly, when she met Reese, I can guarantee she would have went through her closet and donated the color more than anything. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> Whereas like me as well in the last two years, I, I got rid of pretty much everything coming from a fashion life. Everything was built on ego. Everything was built on my wounds. Everything was built on see me Louis Vuitton YSL. Like I had all the clothes, like it was fucking excessive. I remember getting rid of jeans, you guys that I had been carrying around for 17 years and came into the kitchen one day, two summers ago and said to Scott, well, maybe I should keep these. And he's like, how do you like, what is your intent in keeping these? And it was a, like, that was a layer for me Mm -hmm. because I was holding on to the story of who I was at 21. And I had to keep that. I had to hold on to that. This is the first time I've actually remembered those jeans since I got rid of them. Mm -hmm. Right. So yes, I cleaned out my entire wardrobe and just now, Am I starting to buy Liz pieces one by one by one that are all a hell yes, investing in me, but I sat in the old energy and the, and the transition stage because it was needed instead of running out externally, trying to create an energy that only happened from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of people get confused is right away. They're like, oh, well, this is what Liz would do. This is what Liz would buy. And you start doing everything externally when nothing has been touched from the inside do you see Mm -hmm. so you're still now your wounds are getting sneaky with you Mm -hmm. and your ego's getting sneaky with you because you're like oh well I can buy those things I can do those things because that's what Liz would do right Yeah, but Liz would also live in a 17 million dollar house probably somewhere in Europe but that's just not going to happen right now. Yes, but we're so gonna, what do we're going to embody that frequency. You're going to embody it. So what are you going to do? We're going to clean the pipe. Exactly. And you're going to make plans as like, okay, well, I don't know. Like Liz would read this book while she's sitting on her patio in Europe. You create the reality you want to live so from you, the inside out. So you buy the book, right? Yeah. Like what we're saying is like it's either a step towards your higher self or that actual step, but don't let your ego interfere and be like, oh yeah, well my higher self drives a Range Rover when, you do, when you're unemployed. Like, no, like don't go buy the Range Rover when you're unemployed, people. To fill your hole. Exactly. Right? Because that happens too, is like people, and we've really changed it. So you have to be in, in soul print or you have to be in like a situation where we can mentor you on this because like I laugh now that we used to like just give people their higher selves like that was a fucking buffet for the ego like what well because it's not it it feeds the ego well and all those external things that sound so great when you work on the internal and if it is part of your higher self it will literally land in your lap 100%. 100%. And you don't need like, to you don't need to work with us to no. remember your higher self. We just do it in a very specific blueprint way. But if you're doing work with other mentors or you're doing work at all with your higher self, what is your intent? Because if you're doing it from thinking and that's we've talked about this so many times especially with your me. higher self, save me or right. thinking and so many mentors will get you to think your way to your higher self. All of that is coming from ego. Because your higher self, it's like back in our Lululemon days, you're literally thinking your way to your goals, Mm -hmm. what you drive, what you do. And your intent comes from the inside. When everything comes from the inside, then it manifests out just as a byproduct of that. So really, really watch how you use the language and making sure you're not using the language against you. Mm-hmm. So I hope you guys are sick and tired as Coco is hearing about this damn bike that I'm going to buy eventually. <laughs> but it's going to be a big Coco's day. Coco's annoyed. It's going to no. be a big day. But really, it works because, I mean, my bike was stolen. And we went through a long period there where there was, where were you in financial strife? Whereas, like, I like to ride a bike. It's one of those things that I enjoy doing, right? No, I could have said my money wound says I should just go out and buy a bike. Right? Yeah, we were in lack. We were, we were in big lack. Big time in lack. So I'm going to... Lack.com. I'm going to I'm gonna face my lack wound. I'm going to go out. I'm just going to go buy a $3,000 bike. Because that's what Drew would do. Your higher self. Yeah. Well, Drew would have probably multiple ones. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> right? And, and I can make that option. And I, could, and I could justify it to myself that I'm facing my lack wound. But what's really my intent? 
Do you know what the difference between a $100 bike and a $3,000 bike or a $10,000 bike is? No, tell us. Really, nothing. Better components, that's about it. But a $100 bike will get you to the same destination as a $10,000 bike. And what do I enjoy? I enjoy riding a bike. I also enjoy not having to worry about having my bike stolen. And I have a $100 bike and I still worry about it being stolen. So to have like a $3,000 or a $10,000 bike, I would be mental because I couldn't afford to replace it if it was stolen. Because it would have been bought from Eagle. It would have been, bought, it would have been exactly. bought. It would have been bought from Eagle for external. So you would have lived in fear. Yes. So I would have lived in constant fear. So I went out and I bought myself a cheap bike and I have put thousands of miles on it and I have enjoyed it. In fact, I've actually kind of had fun with it and it's helped me realize a lot of other things that I needed to realize because one of the things you get with a more expensive bike is you get the ability to climb bigger hills easier. But guess what? That's just egoic in itself. Comfort. Just comfort. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to have to get off my bike. What if I can't make it? How am I going to look? Who cares? It's experience. It's the experience. Yeah. If I get tired going up a hill, I just get up and I walk it. But you know what? The next time I might get a little bit farther and a little bit farther. Or maybe I made it up the hill a couple of times because I've done that. And then like the third or fourth time, it's like, you know what? I'm My legs are just tired today and that's it. That's all I've got. Well, it caused you to really slow down and to feel and to show gratitude versus that external hole filler. Mm -hmm. Because I can tell you, and I'm sure we'll talk about it on the podcast, when he does get this bike that he is dreaming of, the intent and the experience is going to be so different. Because we talk about it, we follow um, the Spanx owner's husband on um, Instagram and he is like 60 or 50 some years old and he runs like crazy and he's a billionaire you guys the two of them together they have billions of dollars and he holds up these like old pair of shoes and he's like all I needed was a pair of runners you know but it's like we talk about the whole story of how we go and fill the hole it's like I gotta go buy all the Lululemon I gotta go buy all this to go and work out and do all this but what changes is the intent because when you're healed and when you're moving from um, soul versus ego, you have all these amazing things. You do. It's like your post today, Carly. Mm -hmm. It's rare. Rare is yeah. a beautiful thing. We purchase the rare things. We really change our intent, but it comes from such a different place. Mm -hmm. We enjoy this experience. We enjoy the energy. And here's the thing, by healing yourself in the inside and doing your work, you face your lack wound as a as just doing the work, the as a byproduct of it. So when you go buy this bike, Scott shouldn't be pinging about this bike because he has now spent three years working on this reversal of the of the winding up that we had from our old life. And that's what you guys all need to understand is when you're moving from eagle to soul, you have to unwind all that was made from when you were living in ego and when you were unconscious to then create it consciously, right? So Scott's experience of getting that bike in say 2021 is going to be night and day if you would have just went and like really done it in 2019 or 2018 when literally $25 to our name mm -hmm. because my wound at that time is self-worth so I would have done anything to give Scott that bike mm -hmm. I would have put us in the depths of despair for a bike for a bike literally because that was my and, pattern and then said but I'm healing my wound by buying the bike. Like, it's such a, like, your ego gets it's so cra It's smart. crazy. And so there'll be different areas, though. Like, I can use another example is we had blown up our life. We had literally, like, when we say the $25, I know you guys have heard it a million times, but literally it's the $25. And I was going to spin. And my spin membership spin was... class, spin, not in a spin. Yes. <laughs> no, I was going to spin class, and it was a $150 membership. Okay? I actually saw it because I have a whole Instagram account that documents this. So it was April of 2019 and I fucking lost my marbles about having to pay $150 for spin. Okay. Now let's just dissect that for a moment. What was my intent to go to spin? Because I was coming off of 10 years of stress. I had to make some sort of action to try and change my life from doing what I would normally do, which is I'm not going to pay for $150 to go to the gym because it's easier to sit in my house and feel sorry for myself. And Carly had actually pulled you into the spin bike class. Yes. And you're like, I really, really like it. Yeah. And you could really get into flow. into flow and into your body. 
And I remember like you'd come home and be like, yeah, I just sat in the back of spin and cried. And cried. And so she faced her lack wound by paying that $150. Oh, and it was brutal. <laughs> right? Yeah. But the intent behind it was that I can go there and I can literally like ride a bike, sweat and cry in the dark and feel things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what was my intent for that whole spin period where I went to spin class was I wanted to do the opposite of what I was normally doing. I was in grief. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who I was. I was dying. I was all the things that I just wanted to go somewhere where I could move and, and just really feel myself because I had been so fucking numbed out for so long. That was my intent. Yeah. Right. And so do you see the difference? And another example I want to also give you guys is coming from the whole world of social media. Okay. So Coco had that whole social media falling, the whole thing, like addicted to social media. I got the nudge in March of 2019 in the depths of my despair to start another Instagram account to journal my journey to my higher self. Okay. Literally, I think three people followed me. I think I have 30 people now, but I let some people in, but I think it was three at the time. I have been dedicated to journaling in the last two years, my entire experience, showing my fucking face, my fucking fat, all the things that I'm not, that made me really self-conscious. But the difference between that account and my other old personal account is the old personal account. My intent was to be seen, to have my wounds filled and to tell, have people tell me how I was worthy. And you can see the difference in the pictures where I would take a picture a million fucking times in the other account and present it just right so that I, my wounds were displayed. My shadow self was out to this account. It's like hair in a fucking mess, you know, back fat showing everything and really journaling because I don't give a shit because the intent every time I post is for me. So you will notice how in your world, what is your intent as to why you're doing it, especially on social media? And Carly can speak huge to that too. What, you're right? not doing it for the likes? Oh, wow. God, to be seen? To be Basically, to in Carly, and, people to Carly and Scott and maybe Shannon yeah. like me every single every single post. Maybe my mom. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's a, people feel it too. This is the thing, especially yeah. with social media. Like Since we're talking about that right now, people feel your energy. They're going to feel your intent behind what you post. They're going to feel your intent behind what you buy. They're going to feel the intent of just being around you in your space or wherever you're at. Yeah. Like it's felt. You can't fake it anymore. No, you, you can't. can't. And the people that are kind of one foot in and one foot out, it's, it's rocky for you guys. It is. And it's okay. But that's why there's mentors. That's why these podcasts exist. That's why there's I a mean, wealth of information. If it wasn't rocky for you, we wouldn't have purpose. No, exactly. <laughs> so it's fine. Exactly. Like, it is what it is. And you don't know what you don't know. And I, I, I got really emotional in a session today with one of our soul print people. And we were talking about her son and how her purpose is to be like a conscious mom. And I really was like melting down a bit because it brought me back to my life and just having those people to be able to be like, Oh, Coco, you see that in the corner of the room? Hey, Coco, what's that that you see? But it even goes back to what we're just saying to you right now about intent. Mm -hmm. I had nobody three years ago to tell me that my fucking Instagram was like selfworthwound.com. Right? Like nobody told me, everybody just praised me and said, nobody nobody knows. Right. So I was like, Oh my gosh. Now I'm like, I wish somebody would have been able to give me the language and the awareness and the thing. And that's what we're here to show you and Mm kind of hit you on the head every week and be like, you guys wake up. What's your intent? Because it's not external anymore. It's internal. Mm -hmm. And when you really go inside and see what you're doing, everything externally changes from the inside out and you'll have a different experience versus just doing it to fill your hole. Well, I think that's key too, that the different experience, because a lot of times what your ego will do too when you're moving into your higher self it will stop you because it will say oh because in the past this is what happened yeah so another good example was our call today with with our one friend on soul print and she was you know talking about having another kid and how initially she was nervous about it because of her previous experience with her first child yes but the difference is she was not awake during her first pregnancy so your experience as you level up in consciousness will be different you could be in the same situation you were in when you were sleepy and you will have a totally different reality because you are now conscious in that same situation. 100%. Totally different. Like Scott with the bike. Yeah. Like Scott three years ago buying that bike was, you know, 
it was your wounds. You were very much like, go, go, go. Like, how long do I have in the Okanagan until we're back in Saskatchewan? You know, like <laughs> he soak was, up every minute. He was, he yeah. was quote unquote crazy a bit. Like he was like, I got to spend every fucking ounce, like hiking, biking, doing all this stuff. Cause he was so scared of when like the earth would shake and, and he would lose it. Well, I can, I can definitely remember, like, I don't have a money, money wound. I don't have a problem. Like not being, I don't know what the word would be. You've lived in your... Affluent. Affluent, yeah. yeah. But I do remember I split up with my second wife and I just started dating Coco and breakup had come in the oil field and I had lots... I had a decent amount of money to my name and I think I made it a week into breakup (laughs) and I was broke. But I had bought a kayak, I had bought a kayak paddle, I had bought a... A A bow... A bow, a compound bow, arrows, case. Don't they say make more money, spend more money? Yeah. Like that's how it works. But this this was honestly the first time in my adult time that I was able to like spend money in whatever I wanted. And I did. I remember (laughs) going to like gas stations and I bought a Darien Durant signed Rough Rider jersey because I had the money. And now I like... And Coco, who was newly dating him, is like, what the fuck are you doing? And he looked at me like, bitch, I ain't having another girl tell me where to spend my money. Literally is what he told me. I was like, this is so unnecessary. But he was so wounded, right? So his intent was, was to, to fill, 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 fill his my, hole. Fill and hole. he didn't even know his higher self then, yeah. right? And he was just like, I am just going to do whatever the fuck I want. Live my best life. Like, screw you all. And then all of a sudden it's like, nah, nah, nah. Like, nowhere to live. Yeah, and I, and I don't have a money wound so it wasn't even like a problem like the spending it it was just like yeah my intention was to distract myself and fill my hole yes and the biggest way to heal your guys's lack is by taking action through the energy of the awareness of your wounds period and we talk about this straight across the board in our community because every single person that comes to a session or comes to soul print had a spin about it very rarely do we have somebody who didn't have a spin about it. So the majority of it, I would say like 90% of you, it's lack. And then the other 10% is like just nervous about well, having fear of your, fear, own light. Your, yeah. fear of your own light. Okay. But 90% of you have this fear of lack. And why do we have this fear of lack? Because we are flipping from ego to soul. Okay. Old earth is all about you control the external to provide from yourself. New earth coming from the internal is you have it inside of you to provide for yourself. So that's where the intent gets really kind of in the gray area and you guys get all kind of like spinny and confused. And we're just trying to make the water less murky so that you can understand the difference. And we've walked it. We are walking it so we can speak really strongly to this because there's a million different scenarios that we can tell you about this to provide you comfort to understand that you're not alone and then the last 10% of you are just really 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 terrified of you and think that like I always say to Scott I'm like I just can't believe that like this person doesn't want to like move into their higher self and Scott's like they're everybody is just so inherently scared of themselves yeah so try and scratch a little bit deeper behind like oh I have a money wound or I have you know a dad wound like get a little bit deeper with the intent than just that surface talk. We're here to raise our consciousness. Yeah. So let's dig a little bit deeper into that feeling to really understand it. But be okay if you make that decision. And when you look back on it, you're like, yeah, wow, that was really a bad decision. Not bad. Not, not, was- not bad, but that's kind of where I was going with it. It's like, no, because now I've noticed and now I can make a different decision the next time. So it's not a bad decision, but you have to be aware of why you're making the decisions. That way, whether the outcome comes out positive or negative, you can still learn something from it so you can make a different decision next time. Yeah. And when you understand this, you guys, you move into greatness, you move into your light. And I really want to like, I just wish I could just like hit a lot of people over the head and be like, you have nothing to be scared of because you guys are so scared of your greatness and who you truly are. And it's so easy to talk about it till the cows come home. Well, what just came to me is the reason why we get so scared is because we always measure it off of our current um, experience and vibration and our current experience is typically difficult and challenging. Yes. 
It's like so, your dad with cor- the stress. Oh, gosh. Tell, tell the people the story. With the stress. About how he was like, you yes. have to be stressed. He yes. Can't, he so can't wrap his mind around it. He can't wrap his mind around the fact that I'm not stressed. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally don't Like, have she's stress. not lying. She literally, literally, her state of being is like, no stress. I'm not stressed about money. I'm not stressed about food. I'm not stressed. Like, I just am not stressed. Mm-hmm. But my dad cannot wrap his head around that because he is very stressed yes. and has always been stressed because of conditioning his life, everything. Choices. Choices, everything. So, of course, his ego is telling him there's no way that she can't be stressed about something, even if it's like a minute detail. Yes. Because in his lens, that's all he knows. That's like the, um, his, well, it's baseline. His baseline. Yeah. Yeah. And people only know what they know. So we pull from that, right? So, well, and where I was, again, what I was saying before is because our current state may be challenging and our ego's then telling us, well, it's always going to be challenging, that's just telling you how, like, a quote unquote bad it is right now for you. So the change can only be better. Yes. And let's be honest, you have no idea what the future is going to take place. And regardless of who you're listening to, mentors or spiritual, People can't, no one predicted COVID-19. Yeah. I mean, Carly said that in session yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And like a lot of people had a very rough time through COVID and I accept that and I understand I that. I mean, we have to remember it still is. Yeah, it still we is. Forget. Yeah, it's, <laughs> we it forget. still is. But a lot of people have actually like stopped, took the time, reassessed their lives. They felt those things and they- Changed their intent. And they've changed their intent and they're really, I don't want to say coming out of COVID, but like- throughout the past year have really kind of like started to blossom yes mm-hmm. and have started to rise so like covid to them wasn't necessarily that bad of a thing it was just a, it was it was a pivot point it was it was the it, it's water about, in the pipe pushing yeah. you to the top that's what it was because yeah, you needed a, something external to wake you the fuck up and now that's what's happening for so many of you and you have to realize that um, you know, we're, we can, we, I have to emphasize, we can speak to this is I'm coming on my two year mark in a couple weeks where everything changed. And I looking back two years ago, I'm like, what the fuck? Like I did, I had no idea I'd be sitting here today mm-hmm. and with Carly as well. No stress. Like I was stressed, like should have been on medication, like just the whole, the whole story. We don't need, even need to go down there, but I was, I was that to now just being in this state of being. And that was really making the choices from pure intent. Mm -hmm. And we have it straight across the community. We have people that can heal. You can heal your cancer Mm -hmm. truly in this decade, in this timeline right now, if you have the intent, if you're from save me and you're from your wounds and you're from healing, um, uh, feeding your ego, mm-hmm. the intent is just the experience is going to be the byproduct of the intent. Yep. So combine that with the energy of this choice month and you guys will skyrocket. You really w- will. So really take what we've said and understand that intent paired with choice will help you. What is it? We said, Carly, set you forward mm-hmm. into the rest of this year, but you have to get out of your own way. Stop going for, you know, 70 million fucking opinions (laughs) when you actually know inside, but you don't want to admit what you, what you know to make the choice that is going to like subside everything. It's going, like Scott said, it's going to clear that drain. Mm -hmm. And watch how you use the language making decisions. That's all I got. Okay. Take it all in. We got you guys. This is, this is a big month. We know your spin is, is also here. So go back to last week's episode and listen to that spin. That's your medicine. Okay. If you need help, we're, we're the mentors that are here to help you. If you need, if not find those people that are, we keep saying that the reality is inside of you when you make the choice.